and welcome to the inaugural episode of Talking Devs, where we talk about the new Hulu, FX, whatever it is, channel, it's streaming uh, show called Devs. Uh, we're about four episodes in, taping on March 21st, and the uh, yeah the fourth episode dropped a few days ago. That's where we're going to go uh, through today. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen all of the first four episodes, you probably want to watch those before tuning in. Uh, and today, my name is Scott. Uh, I'm the host, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Jimmy. How's it going, Jimmy? Doing great. Happy to talk about this show with you. Um, one quick point. When you mentioned it was on Hulu, FX, whatever, Yeah, it was a little hard to figure out when I first heard about this show where it was going to be available on, because everywhere they promoted it, it said, coming to FX on Hulu, which... To me, was like, wait, is it on FX? Yeah. Can I watch it on TV? Is it on Hulu? And if it's on Hulu, what is FX on Hulu, right? Because I've never heard that as an entity. Yeah. Um, I think we had this exact conversation, right? I was like, so if I have FX, which I'm paying for, you know, I'm paying Comcast $140 a month uh, for FX, and I'm still not getting the show, I still have to pay Hulu $12 a month. Uh, but it is only on streaming on Hulu. Is that correct? You can only watch it on Hulu. <clears throat> Awesome. Well, uh, so we eventually did find out how to watch the show, uh, as you can tell, since this is a podcast. Four episodes later, we found uh, out. Yeah. I, uh, so yeah, we're, we're basically the idea of the podcast is we're going to talk about the show. Uh, we're still kind of figuring out the format, but you know, I think it's going to be a little bit of plot, but just more a lot of conversation, maybe a little bit on the, the kind of high level uh, philosophical questions the show gets into. I wouldn't say super in-depth on that part. I think more just kind of diving into the show and having fun with it. Um, you know, you can do a lot of deep dives on Reddit if you want on the ins and outs of the, uh, what is it called? Like the, the De Bruyne bomb theory and all sorts of that. There's, there's a lot of cool stuff, but I think this is going to be, we're going to be just having fun here. Um, but uh, yeah, Jimmy, so I guess maybe we should just give a, a super quick, not really recap, but Everyone who's listening to this podcast, hopefully seen the show, but the idea is there's a big tech company called Amaya that's into quantum computing uh, based in the Bay Area. It looks like the campus, I think it's filmed in Santa Cruz, but it's kind of wooded and, you know, does that does that sound right in terms of location to you? Um, yeah, I mean, the Amaya campus, I think, is the UC Santa Cruz campus in real life. Yeah, yeah. But it's, so it's not in like, yeah. It's not in like proper, proper Silicon Valley, right? It's kind of off, which makes yeah. sense given some of the stuff they're doing. Um, but basically, there's there's an eccentric founder uh, named Forrest, played by Nick Offerman. And uh, he, you know, they're working on advancements in quantum computing. They're clearly the leader in the field. Um, but the, you know, major relevant plot point is that his daughter apparently died. And there's some really giant... Uh, creepy statue about 200 feet tall and seems to be he's digging for ways to kind of either cope with or um, to deal with her death in many ways. And um, and the company's named after her. Correct. Yeah, the company is also called Amaya. What, so would you say, is it is Google supposed to be, the, like if there were an analog, would you say it's Google? I, uh, or is it more like a combination of yeah. companies? I don't even I know. Would, like, yeah, yeah, I, don't, I can't even. At this point. Yeah, I don't even know what a 
equivalent in the real world would be. I mean, if it was trying to model after Google, I feel like they would be doing more about just like spying on people. True. They talk. They did talk about search engine as, as uh, search engine capabilities as one of the kind of offerings of the the, the company. It was just more yeah. of a one off there, but um, but yeah. So basically, there's kind of a a spy element in terms of uh, you know in the first episode of Sergey trying to to extract some of the code. I, I mean, I feel like if, if I just go too in-depth, we're just going to walk through all the plot, which people, if they're watching this, have presumably watched the episodes. Um, but kind of, sp- yeah, spy elements surrounding the, the the chief protagonist, and she's dealing with her, her boyfriend who was murdered uh, after he was trying to steal the code uh, for this technology that looks like it can look back into the past and predict or demonstrate the future potentially too. Um, but I don't know. Anything else you want to add on to that? Like I, I've started going down that hole and it, it would take us 20 minutes to recap everything. So I, I'm not going to go down too far. But Yeah, I mean, like this, the quickest way to say what happened in these first four episodes is he tries to steal this code. He gets murdered for it and they cover it up. And we follow Lily as he's trying to figure out what happened to Sergey and what this company is actually doing. Yep. All right. So... Yeah, and in between, there's some Russian spy elements as well, which seems to just be a side subplot and not really relevant to yeah, just the overall story. No, it's funny. I took so many notes during the first show. I'm, I'm, I'm bragging here about all the notes I'm taking uh, purposely. No, but I thought that was going to be a pretty central thing, right? The Russian spies, and then you know Anton gets uh, killed in that weird wrestling <laughs> murder scene with uh, yeah, how How exactly did he... Die, I feel like that was not very well shot. Like no. he was yeah. wedged between that tire and then all of a sudden he was just dead. And I assume they wanted us to think that he got that. Uh, what's that? What's this security Kenton. guy's name? Kenton. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they wanted us to assume Kenton like snapped his neck using the tire. But oh, just... that was a very weird uh, fight. I don't even know if I'd call it a fight scene. But uh, yeah, Kenton took out Anton, um, and I don't know, yeah, like the, the Russians, I, th- I kind of was into that part of it, and yeah. it's not really going to be a big element of it going forward, um, which is fine, but... Um, there is one nitpick I have ooh, about let's hear it. it. Okay, I like it. I like picking nits. What do you got? So, so I mean, Lily spends all this time trying to hack Sergey's phone because she sees this mysterious app, and the she Sudoku goes to her... App. Yep. Yeah, and she goes to her friend Jamie, Um her ex-boyfriend to try to hack it and finally she does right or finally jamie does and she pulls up this app and it turns out to be some secret russian messaging app yep and it turns out sergey and this russian spy have been communicating in english this entire time Mm, in english and not yeah like she's looking at their old thread and they're just like you ready you ready to yeah yeah, wait yeah i'm just like okay yeah that uh that's a very good nit to pick i hadn't thought about that um the other thing was okay so she knows, first off, who hates Sudoku? That's kind of a weird thing to hate. Which yeah, is I would want to click on it immediately. Yeah. Well, especially if you're like a, I don't, I don't know, That's that was weird. Um, and then, so do you think maybe did he know that she knew that he hated Sudoku, so that's why he coded that app that way? Like, did he want, in case something happened to him, for her to dig down that hole? Or he just didn't care, he was only focused on his Russian mission? Yeah, unclear. I mean, she did have to go through hoops to get 
the phone to like re reload all yeah. that data, right? Because she had like apparently had a backup phone somewhere and then had to load the cloud data. So yeah, I don't think he, I don't think Sergey was thinking that hard. Okay, okay, no, that's fair. So okay, so real quick, we should also talk about one of the I think pretty interesting characters, Jamie, who is yep. Lily's ex boyfriend. Uh, they kind of go into their I guess quote breakup where she just kind of ghosted him in some ways and then started dating Sergey. But Jamie, uh, probably one of the more interesting characters in a lot of way. Um, but he also is into uh, what cryptography or what? What's the term like like she is as well am i using that properly oh yeah um Uh, encryption encryption sorry yeah thank you so i thought it was kind of weird that she didn't try anything other than two random passwords which one i'd be curious what the passwords that she guessed were like uh, was it her name but like apparently she's supposed to be some badass coder if she's working at amaya and all she does is randomly, haphazardly guess a couple <laughs> guesses. She yeah, what did she want to have? stuff that Jamie did. Like Jamie busts out, you know, three monitors and taps in and finds out that it's a what, like a Uzbekistani or whatever uh, app. Um, Kazakhstan, I think. Uh, that, was, that was a little weird. I thought that was strange. If she's some badass coder. But. Here's my other nit pick. Okay, let's hear it. Actually, it's probably less of a nitpick and more of just like a joke. But I was thinking when I saw that, if she just guesses it wrong the third time, why can't she just reload the backup from the cloud? I mean, I'm sure there's maybe some way that, yeah, if, it, if that happens, the, the app yeah. pings and it you know, removes the backup or whatever. But yeah. I, I think it's the same thing. It's like, why don't you make infinite copies of the app and then... Yeah, just buy 20 it. phones and... <laughs> But it's also like if she's just randomly guessing anyway, like ah, is she really going to be able to figure it out? But if he's a good spy, is he going to use like Lily one two three four as his password? Which is that's what I'm guessing she put in. Um, but um, all right, so this is totally yeah. off topic. Yeah. But bring it. Last year, I was watching this Amazon Prime show called Jack Ryan. I might have complained about this to you before. But there's this key scene where they confiscate a terrorist laptop and they have to guess the password to, to okay. hack into the laptop. Yeah. And this is a scene with Jim from the office and then Bunk from the wire. So two very, you know, established actors. Yep. Yep. And they're talking about, oh man, we gotta we gotta hack into this terrorist laptop. And out of nowhere, Jim or Jack Ryan in the show, he's like, Oh, I'm gonna guess this terrorist prisoner number when he was a prisoner, I don't know, 10 years ago. And so he types in the terrorist prisoner number and he gets into the laptop. And it's never discussed again. It was just like, we're going to try to, yeah, they're like, oh, we got in, let's go. Jack Ryan. I mean, what else, what else do you expect? (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's pretty, pretty bad. Um, That's pretty bad. Yes. I would, I would like to know what she guessed as her first two guesses is the password, but I guess we'll never know. Um, okay, so I have to bring up a very urgent topic of discussion, uh, probably the most posted thing on Reddit, and something okay. that I also, just in case you didn't know, I take notes on the show. Uh, so the main question that everyone wants to know is, in the kind of crazy-looking cube where the devs work, right, they okay. have this like vacuum-sealed 
uh, layer around the main uh, working area where you kind of, essentially it looks like you kind of float across. It's pretty cool looking. Um, how do they deal with plumbing and especially specifically get people's poop and running water, poop out of there and running water into the devs area? This is what every like, there were dozens of posts on Reddit about this. And I do to. we know for sure there's a toilet in there? Well, yeah, yeah, right? Because uh, Sergey they... went into the bathroom when he did his Oh, yeah, thing. that's true. There was a toilet. Also, like, if you every time you had to pee, like, if you had to cross the chasm, that would get pretty, uh, pretty you know, knowing how many uh, Mountain Dews uh, developers slam all day and uh, you know, how much Taco Bell they eat, like, I think you're going to, you're not going to want to have to cross the chasm every time. Uh, yeah, that's true. Calls. But I don't know that, that, that came up. I, you know, maybe you just have someone come in and out, you know, you have sort of a kind of a waste collection, uh, waste collection thing that maybe once every two days, someone comes in, moves yeah. it across. Dang, that seems kind of gross though. I, I don't know what you do. I mean, presumably they'd be able to predict when everyone's going to need to use the toilet, right? <laughs> so they could then just schedule a pickup based on that behavior when it hits the, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think you're looking into the future. That's one of the few things worth looking into the future for. Okay. We need to talk about forest. Uh, interesting character. Um, obviously head of Amaya has the whole, uh, his daughter was killed. Okay. I'm going to do a couple, couple questions for you. you can, let's go okay. pretty rapid fire. Was he responsible for his daughter's death? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Uh, do shit. I didn't have any other rapid fire questions. Queued up. <laughs> okay. So what, what, what do you think he's going for? So he's, he's clearly into the kind of deterministic idea, right? Things are binary. Uh, you know, so, okay, sorry, quick pivot. So when Sergey goes into the devs and, steals the code on his James Bond wristwatch, which mm -hmm. for the record, like, are you like how stupid, how bad of a spy do you have to be to like immediately try to do that? Like on your first fucking 15 minutes inside yeah. of devs, like maybe give it a week, build a little trust, wait till no one's around that part. That was a, that was a nit for me to pick. That was fucking stupid. Also, how, how does that watch work? Uh, how does it, is it, was it taking a photo of the screen of the code? How, or was it like remotely copying? What was I, I didn't understand that. Did you get that? Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Like, I'm trying to remember if, or maybe you do, because you watched it more recently. Like, was his wristwatch pointing at the screen when he was sitting back down at the computer? Yeah, I have to rewatch. I apparently probably should have done that before yeah. bringing up this theory. But anyways, it seemed like he could have done as as a spy. Someone raised to be a Russian spy, uh, your crucial moment. You think you could do like a little better job. That was pretty terrible. And not only that, before crucial moment, he somehow got stomach issues and that, had to well, run to the restroom to puke. Nope. I mean, you know, we, we got out of the poop topic, but now we're back to the barf topic, which, but this had to come up because I flagged this too. This was like, 
I, I don't know. The throwing. But it was, was. But it was like, was it more? He was nervous about what he was about to do, or did he look at the code and realize, oh shit, they are doing this. This is way above anything that I thought devs was about, and like that overwhelmed him, and he just started throwing up. Right? Like, yeah. Well, it's like, why didn't you? Like maybe don't try to steal the code on your stupid wristwatch, which no one knows knows how it works. Like, why don't you maybe like go back to to your Sudoku app and pop open the chat with Anton and speak English and be like, hey, like this is what they're doing. You know, Anton, should I wait like two weeks? You know, maybe get a little advice from your handler on that. And you know, you don't we have to steal the whole code yeah. right away. That was Actually, I, I this is this is I said I read this theory and I think this is the one I believe. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. He read the code and he realized, shit, they already know that mm, I'm a spy okay, that, and I'm gonna yep. steal this code. I'm screwed either way. And that's why he panicked, went to the right like bathroom. Okay. Um, if that's yeah. the whole rundown, I like that. I'm, I'm down with that theory. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, no, good point. So kind of back to the forest question. So the, one of the theories that I like is that he's trying to get to the point where he can determine that the world is deterministic so that presumably if he is to blame for his daughter's death, he can kind of absolve himself of guilt. And that's where it kind of comes back to why I brought in Sergey, because I think it was quite important. He, when uh, Kenton does the snatch grab of Sergey, when Sergey's running away and then uh, chokes him out with the Safeway shopping bag over his head, he basically tells Sergey, I think before that, before he ran, he was like, hey, this isn't your fault. Uh, we kind of knew this was going to happen. This was deterministic, not free will. So I think uh, maybe he's trying to figure, maybe he's going for that angle that this was, it wasn't his fault, whatever happened to his daughter, uh, which I, I, I kind of like that angle. I don't know if that's yeah. satisfying enough, but I can see that as something. So why do you think he's responsible for his daughter's death? I don't know. It doesn't seem like a, like, so I don't know, just the, it seems like he's racked with a lot of guilt, right? This wasn't just a, like, maybe she died of uh, leukemia or something, right? Like, yeah. There seems to be a lot of, uh, a lot going on around, su surrounding her death, I think. That like maybe he did something where he neglected or he did, you know, I think, I think it's, uh, his hands are bloody, but we will find out. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty curious about that. Do you think the giant Amaya statue has any deeper role in mm. this story than just being a creepy large statue? Cause they keep showing it. They keep focusing yeah. on it. And I feel like there's some deeper secret behind that statue i'm with you uh i think something something has to happen with the statue yeah okay cool all right a couple couple quick hitters uh we'll go we'll, we'll circle back to any topics you want to talk about so i wanted to introduce a segment called over unders uh okay. since you know we're both pretty into like sports gambling and such so the idea being, I'll, uh, I'll call it a scenario and then a number, and you pick whether it's going to be higher or lower. Uh, okay. So first one is Kenton, the kind of crazy, creepy security guard, gives you a little bit of vibes of like, you know, Agent Smith 
from The Matrix, a little bit of Mike from Breaking Bad, you know, the old guy, kind of old man strength guy. Um, so I think so far he has killed uh, two people. No, he's killed Sergey and Anton. We don't know if he killed Jamie, which was kind of the cliffhanger. Yeah. But by the end of the season, over under total number of people killed by Kenton, I'm going to put it at four and a half. Are you going over or under? I am going to go under, actually. Under, okay. I don't think he's going to make it to the end of this series. Mm, so that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who else he could potentially kill, at least from the characters we've been introduced to. Yeah. I mean, like, probably, supposedly Lily's going to die in 48 hours, but I can't really see Kenton killing Lily. That doesn't seem very satisfying. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe the shrink to, to quiet him up. But, you know, he could always, like, kill a random person to, to keep him quiet. But So you're going under four and a half. Uh, just so the audience knows, we're, I think we're going to put a dollar bet on that. We'll, we'll keep track of that. All right. um, I think the only other person he might kill, and this will bring ooh, into. Ooh, okay. I, I think I, I'm going to, I have my guess, but I like, I like where you're going. Let's hear it. <laughs> I think the only other person he might kill is the homeless dude that's been hanging outside um, Lily's house. Okay. But only because I feel like there is going to be more to that homeless dude's story. Like he yep. can't just be some guy that's just hanging out there. Like, I mean, I mean, we could talk about theories about that guy right now if you want, but yeah. Well, actually, uh, if you want, uh, Pete is here, actually. His name's Pete in case you didn't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> He's uh, here. I can bring it. You want me to bring him into the studio? If you want to ask him a few, let me go grab him. Uh, uh okay. Go grab him. Okay. Uh, hello. Uh, uh this is Pete. Who, who's here? Is this who am I talking to? Jimmy? Yeah, it's Jimmy. How's it going, Pete? It's good. It's good. I heard you have a few questions for me. Did you transport here from another universe? Mm, I, I've gotten that question before. I've thought about that a lot uh, in terms of my own existence and which universe I come from. Uh, you know, I think you're just going to have to watch the rest of the episodes to find out. Uh, it's a good question. I don't want to uh, spoil no spoiler alerts. Uh, so sorry about that. I don't want to give you the answer, but uh, I hope you tune in to the rest of devs on FX on Hulu's FX Hulu channel. I know it's a little confusing, but you get uh, that? oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I uh, like streaming that. Put on my my uh, tinfoil hat and watch it while I'm sitting out in Dolores Park, my favorite channel. Uh, Anyways, I'm going to get back to it. Going to go back, uh, find some more SIGs on the street, and uh, get back to Stay things. Stay safe. So, thank you, Jimmy. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll uh, be keeping an eye out for Lily, making sure she's safe. So yeah. take care, man. Thank you. Take care. Watch out for Kenton. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Appreciate wow. it. We'll see you later. Do you think, and this is based off of nothing whatsoever, do you think he's related at all to Forrest? Ooh, is this just, are you, are you beardist right now? Just because they have beards? <laughs> just kind of either, either he's related to forest or he's related to Jesus from their, Ooh, okay. their static there. imagery. I don't know. Hmm. It kind of resembles both of them. 
Interesting. No, I like that Jesus theory. Like, is he going to die for someone's sins in this with uh, the whole? I So, uh, you know, sidebar, the, the whole kind of uh, scrambly video stuff is actually pretty cool. I've liked that. Um, been into that. Uh, and the Marilyn Monroe sex scene was a little weird. I don't know if I was like totally feeling that with Arthur Miller, but um, those parts are, oh yeah, question for you. So at first I had to look it up to find out what it actually was before they drilled in on the Abraham Lincoln uh, speech, the Gettysburg mm-hmm. Address, I think it was giving her. I thought for a second that it was the, the Salem witch trials, but <laughs> did you fig- you you know what it was, right? that they were doing instead it was joan of arc yeah okay um but yeah like i i what do you think the joan of arc connection is there i heard some theories but do do you have any any actually no theories whatsoever so if you could shed some light i will gladly hear them so there was something that was way too involved that i didn't get all the way through it was an interesting one Mm -hmm. one thing to call out is like her symbol is that kind of the fleur-de-lis uh symbol which is basically a lily which is something called you know i think that okay. maybe zone in on a little lily chan uh, a little symbolism there but i I, did, I didn't know i mean she was a heretic right uh in that you know maybe some religious undertones I, i'm i'm interested what uh the show does in terms of the uh, the religion topic right i feel like it has been a little bit of it there but not that much what, do you think they're going to go down that uh, that idea of religion, that, not the idea of religion, but do you think that's going to be a big topic or is it more on the kind of deterministic versus simulation and all that? Um, honestly, no. I like, given that we're four episodes in, I feel like they were just showing us three random moments in history to showcase their little predictive technology yeah. algorithm. <laughs> like, oh, I don't think enough. there's any deeper meaning there. Um, since it looks like now we're just going to pivot to this being more about Forrest and his daughter. Yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like with four episodes left, right? That they kind of have yeah. to. Wait, okay, okay, so real quick, back to that. One question I had: mm-hmm. if you could go back to any place slash time, what would you go see? Hmm. So we've seen Jesus on the cross. We've seen Joan of Arc. Oh, if I had this technology? All right. Yeah. What would you go watch? That is a good question. I would go back off the top of my head and probably relive some sports championship moment. Mm, okay. Well, I can't I can't think of any like big historical moment I would want to go back to. Um I mean it would be interesting to finally find out who shot JFK after all these years of just like conspiracy theories and whatnot. And I don't know why I went to that morbid thought right now to revisit that moment, but well, that's what yeah. they brought that up in the show, right? They did yeah. bring up the graphical, so relevant. That'd be interesting. I think, so I, the one I had down was uh, seeing Tupac's murder to see who actually did it. Okay. So similar to, to mine. And, yeah, exactly. And actually also confirmed that he's dead. We don't know for sure. Um, okay. I don't know. Maybe it would, God, like, 
what, like, what would you think about seeing the actual like Normandy invasion, the beaches of Normandy? That would be kind of, that would be pretty fucking crazy. Um, yeah. You know what? I would yeah, just like hear. to be not a specific moment, but like, I would just like to be thrown back in the time of when dinosaurs existed mm, to the least. I did have the dinosaurs thing crossed my eyes. See just what they see. actually yeah. look like, right? Yeah. True. So, okay. So question on that. So the, they keep referencing the kind of 2000 year mark as like about as far back as the, uh, the quantum technology can go in terms of viewing the past. Do you think that's kind of just cause it's convenient cause they can go see Jesus or that's kind of actually just what the technology supports. So like you can't really go further back than that or hmm. yeah, that would, that would presumably rule out dinosaurs. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure, you know, um, I think it's just, the further back you try to go, the more computing power you have to process. And as, they, as they've already stayed on the show, like they're already maxed out on their computing yeah. processes. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay. No, fair enough. All right, let's let's get through a few more things. And if anything comes up on your end, feel free to to hop in. All right. Um, okay. Question for you: uh, Is Jamie dead? I know the the fourth episode ended with Kenton kind of maybe throwing him into the corner of the room or on the bed or something. Do you think Jamie survives that interaction with Kenton? Yes. Okay. Is it mostly just because they need Jamie around? Cause he's kind of one of the actual yeah. like, he's characters. like, yeah, I mean, yep. he's the only one helping Lily right now. And she's yep. already kind of lost <laughs> to her boyfriend. To- yep. Well, there needs to be some sort of other, I don't know, protagonist or someone else who you're rooting for, right? Yeah. Well, at least, I don't know. Well, one of the, yeah. of Jamie, yep, yep. Did, you, did you see those screenshots on Reddit um, where during that fight scene, it looked like the composition of his room was slightly different than the composition of his room when he was doing that massive clean earlier mm, in that episode? Interesting. Um, and I don't know if that's actually the show trying to tell us something or maybe just like a production designer messed something up or they film sequences out of order, but it's very clearly the room is in a different structure than when we saw the room earlier. So could be, a, could be support for another multiverse theory or just yeah. could be a technical error, but something just to make note of. Well, maybe, no, that's a, that's a good one to point out. Maybe he like, mm. Maybe he obsessed more about the, you know, organization and the apartment and was like, I need to go do a little more to, to make things look good for Lily. I thought that was like one of the kind of, so one of the better scenes in terms of the like non devs related human interaction, which I think has been one of the critiques. Well, this is one of my critiques, but one of the big critiques I've seen has been kind of around Lily's acting and how she seems very robotic. Um, which we can chat about. I, on a related note, like honestly, the, I feel like the kind of dialogue scenes outside of uh, the devs world have been kind of lacking and boring. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they're going for or if just, just not really the, uh, the forte of what's it, uh, Alec, uh, who's the, who's the creator? Alex Garland. Alex Garland. Um, I don't know. I, I just those interactions have 
other than the ones with Pete, I think have actually been pretty good, but the kind of more human areas just been a little lacking in my opinion. But. Yeah. From reading a little bit about this, it seems like that's just kind of the creator's style mm, in terms okay. of just having more of that dry robotic kind of type of acting. Um, I mean, maybe so, that's what we're all just like in real life, and we like to think we're more interesting in yeah. our interactions, and we're just actually really boring, lame, deterministic people. But. What's funny is Lily was in another Alex Garland Oh, okay. Uh, project, let's, hear, right? uh, let's hear your take. Yep. She, yep. she was in uh, his movie Ex Mahina, and she Machina? played a robot. Mahina? Machina. A light J there? Is that a Mach silent, Mach silent G? Machina? I think it's... So I always run into trouble the deus ex machina machina but yeah, yes, how do you say uh, it i i don't think i can go on record because i every time i i get filled with anxiety every time i need to say that that uh, but i said it wrong no i just i'm just uh trying to be critical to cover my own uh, well i'm trying to figure out how to actually it. pronounce it i think it's machina machina but, okay yeah magina Makina? I don't know. Deus uh, Ex Machina. Okay, Machina. Okay. Well, she oh. was in Ex Machina and she played a robot in that show or movie. So, yeah. This is kind of along the same path for her. Totally. Well, speaking of Deus, uh, I think we need to chat a little bit about the title of the show, right? Okay. So, what do you think Devs stands for? Obviously, developers was the kind of you know theory uh, promulgated by Sergey, which just seems a little too simplistic. Uh, but what what do you think? I think everyone's pronouncing it wrong, and I think it's actually the V is a U, and I think it's oh. I don't want to mispronounce this, but Deus, um, and I think yeah, it's Forrest trying to play God. Okay. Okay. So shortly after you said religion was just not really a, an important topic, now you're saying that the show was actually called Deus. Uh, I like that. I like that pivot. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, no, I like earlier, that. Yeah. That earlier statement came from a different uh, multiverse, Jimmy. So oh, we're, like we're converging. Yeah, no, he, Forrest is not a big multiverse guy, as you can tell. Oh, you know what we should talk about? Let's talk about the devs themselves, because I, I think that's been one of the more kind of fun aspects of the show because honestly yeah. the whole lily jamie shit is really dry kind of boring i have one i, I want to start with yep let's go bring it linden yep i like it boy or a girl okay so originally i think i thought it was a boy okay. uh and where i'm coming down now is that it is a uh it is a person who was potentially uh, born as a female, but now identifies as a male, uh, maybe is what's going on. It sounds like the pronoun action has been a little he, him, his. Yeah. But it it looks... Oh, God, I just said it. I think you need to edit that out. Um, oh, no, sorry. It, it, it looks like, to me, the, the situation, it uh, looks like... I think she... It, I think the person looks like a person who was born female, as I as I was saying originally. Okay. Um, 
but it sounds like maybe pronoun-wise, this person identifies as male. But well, in the show, Lyndon is referred to in the he, his... Okay, perfect. That's, yeah. Right? Yep. 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 Um, but in real life, Lyndon is portrayed by a female named Kaylee. Um, so it's unclear in the show whether Lyndon is just supposed to be male or is actually a born female identifying as a, as a male, and who knows if any of that's important. But what I find interesting is that her look, or sorry, his look, okay. is Ooh. very similar to Lily's look. And in episode four, you see Forrest watching this kind of static image of what we think is Lily presumably dying somewhere Ooh. out there. Okay. But now you see where I'm going with this. Maybe it's actually Lyndon. And, and I only say that because like, there must have been some reason they made the two characters look similar or have similar hairstyles or just be interesting. Okay. No, I, so it's funny. So this is where I thought you were going earlier in our Kenton over under, which I have one more over under to bring up. I thought the person you were going to think Kenton might kill would be Lyndon. Maybe she spills the beans, uh, you know, anyways, but yeah. So maybe, yeah, that's, uh, I like that theory a lot. That uh, spoiler well, alert. Here's the yep. thing, right? Lyndon okay. seems to be very smart, right? Based on mm -hmm. the technology he just showed in this past episode. So maybe he has seen that same prediction that Lily oh. is going to And so Lyndon does something, one, to get fired, and two, to take the death of Lily. Or I don't know, sacrifice himself in some way. I like I that. Know. I like that. Yeah, because there was that moment where he has the freak out, right? And like, maybe that's not just the audio problem that he solves. Yeah. Um, interesting. No, I like. I don't know. Okay. Talk about lava sauce. Got to drop that in the Reddit thread. Um, yeah. I actually just thought of that right now. So let me uh, let me get on there afterwards and post the live. it. Yeah, no, I think uh, that's going to be a big, big comment there. All right, so let me get in the last over-under. Uh, I like those theories. Okay, so we have the Lily-Jamie sexual tension. It's kind of sexual tension, but mostly just weird. I have the, this over-under as time of first kiss for Lily and Jamie on screen. Episode 7 at the 27-minute mark. There's eight episodes in the season, as you, as I think you said. Where over or under, earlier over. or later, over. Over. Okay, so they are. They are. They are not gonna kiss. Mm. At all. Oh, this is a separate bet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's just, two bets then. For Jamie's sake, he's clearly still pining after her and distraught about the whole breakup. I would hate to see him finally get back with Lily. I don't know why. It oh, you're like, like, Jamie can do better than Lily because she's yeah. a wreck? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Interesting. Okay, some other quick hitters. Uh, so the whole in 48 hours, Lily will die. I think I like your theory of it maybe being Lyndon. That's a good one there. Uh, that's a good one. Any other thoughts on that? Do you think that like, is it more... Is it Lyndon or maybe like in another multiverse, Lily dies, but not in this one? Um. Well, 
I don't know if this exactly addresses your question, but why are they looking into the future anyway? Like, they seem more curious about the past and bringing Amaya back. Like, yep. Well, well, it seems like Forrest only really cares about that, right? But maybe they do by proxy. Yeah, but can't he just like I don't know, look into the future then to see if he actually is able to bring Amaya back? Mm. But I thought, okay, so question for you. So they can look at least two. They can look about two thousand years into the past. Mm. Isn't it something like they can only look five minutes into the future? Or, okay, yeah. But that being said, obviously they just said forty-eight hours, Lily will die. So yeah. I don't know, but it seems so like there. It does seem like they can't necessarily look two thousand years into the future. Like it's harder potentially computing wise to look into yeah. the future versus looking in the past. That seems somewhat agreed upon. But. Well, I feel like they were saying in forty eight hours in one universe, Lily dies. Mm, yeah. No, I think right. the multiverse thing has to come into play here because it is. I mean, this goes back to I think episode one where Sergey is is showcasing his little predictive model to Forrest for the first time. Yep. And those two little, I don't know what they were, let's just call them worms, like are in sync for like the first 10 seconds and then both just drastically go haywire in different direction. Yep. yep. Um, I do want to bring something up that I don't know if you noticed. Okay, let's hear since, it. Since you take a lot of notes, you might have been looking at your screen. I, mean, I, have, I have five pages of notes. No, no, just a huge brag. But yeah, yeah. let's hear it. I mean, it, it may be in your notes, but did you notice at the very beginning of episode four, a what looked like a what looked like to be a dead rat or a charred rat? Oh, I did. Rat. Okay, sorry, that was on my notes. Wait, that was happened? okay. That was. Uh... Oh yeah, I said. Intense intro with the face color combos. Remember, like, I don't know, it was Force Green? But there was, like, red and green and maybe yellow. And then I said random thing on floor. There was also halo around a tree. Yeah, what is yeah. that thing? Was it, was it organic? Was it a, something more, you know, uh, like something built? I don't know what, what that was. The organic thing? Or what, what was it? Oh, no, sorry, I was saying, like, was it organic? Was it, like, some sort of... Uh, yeah, something, you know. I mean, it was a rat. Oh, it was a rat. Okay. I, I was, was having trouble actually yeah. seeing what it was. Oh, yeah. No, it was it was a rat dead on its side, and it looked like okay. Okay. it had been charred to death. Mm. That seems like that is definitely going to come back, right? I think so. I mean, why else show it? Interesting. Are they burning? Are they practicing? I mean, they burned Sergei. Um, yeah. Hmm. No, I, well, re I remember seeing that and I wasn't yeah, totally sure on that. I don't know if this is the time to talk about it, but this rat does make an appearance in the trailer for the season mm -hmm. as a whole. Okay. A little spoiler alert. But yeah, I don't know, so I don't know if we want to <laughs> I don't know if we want to get into that now or wait till the end, but since we're talking about the rats, this may be interesting to note. Okay, I have, I have some thoughts. Let's hear where, you, you where you're thoughts? noting. Okay. So before, before this series came out, there was a trailer that was just kind of like promoting the whole show as, in general. And there were two scenes that stood out to me. One of them being um, they show this rat um, alive, and he's clearly in the dev's environment somewhere. 
and he's situated in between this machine that has like kind of five poles sticking out of it. So it seems like they're experimenting on this rat okay. of yep. some sort. Yep. And clearly this machine is the reason this rat is now dead. Hmm. But who knows what this machine is being used for, right? Is it being used to copy the rat's DNA or trying to replicate it some way or trying to, you know, predict what it's going to do? I don't know. But clearly the, the experiment failed. Yep. I've, uh, or it seems, okay. Yeah. Wait, what's the or? Yeah. Well, I was going to say maybe they were trying to like age it quicker for some reason. Because mm. I think maybe Forrest might want to try to see what Amaya looks like in present day. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. So let's roll with that. So I think there's some sort of kind of like, not it's kind of not necessarily cloning, but some sort of like, bringing a person back, right? Yeah. Uh, element to things. Because I think he both cares about how she died and potentially absolving himself. We don't necessarily know that it was his fault yet. Yeah. We'll find that out soon. Here's a kind of crazy theory I have. So Katie, you know who Katie is? Yeah, the blonde. Blonde, kind of robotic, yeah. doesn't have yeah. a lot of personality, like, I don't. She's not a dev, right? She seems like maybe a manager of the devs. Um, yeah, like a product she gets manager. mad, right? When Lyndon gets uh, gets booted, Lyndon's apparently one of her better, best uh, devs. Yeah. Could could Katie be some sort of vessel for bringing back Amaya at present? Like what age Amaya should be, maybe given that Katie does not have any sort of personality herself. So maybe she's just like a vessel, kind of, you know, I don't know. Anyways, throwing that out there. Because um, what, like, what is, like, it, it, I think this, all the show circles back to what is Forrest's goal, right? Yeah. That he wants to ex live life with his daughter. Is he happy just being in a multiverse, living with his daughter, experiencing her childhood growing up does he want her now to you know even if he loses her childhood like just live the rest of his life out with what would be his daughter's personality uh, i don't know well it seems like i mean there was that whole shtick in the last episode maybe it was the third episode where he essentially was like she needs to be perfect right like any slight variation of her is not her. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a great point. I think that's something that's worth bringing up the whole deterministic kind of this whole thing is binary. Uh, things are perfect. There cannot be one uh, missing hair from Jesus's beard. Otherwise it's uh, okay. Wait, let me, uh, let me quote the line. Exactly. It's if it's not our Jesus, it's not my Amaya. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of sums it up pretty well, which is word yeah. for word what he said. Uh, Those were in your notes? I mean, my five and a half pages of notes. Yep. Pretty, I'm looking at them right now. We uh, should post these yeah. notes in the show notes of the podcast. Yep. Uh, I think uh, I'll only charge $47 uh, for access to these notes. But yeah. But no, I think that, you know, that gets back to 
a lot of uh yeah where it's the binary nature of like this has to be so why do you think he cares about him being perfect what about like what if it just was like his daughter but just she was missing a little bit she was a little different would he still be super upset like what wouldn't he still be happy that it's close enough to his daughter it's better than nothing you know what i mean well so we're under the assumption that he wants to physically bring her back right because otherwise he can just like i don't know look at you can look at all photos videos of her right and be like okay well that's that these are good memories all right so he wants like yep to recreate her and then make sure that she is the exact same person she was when he last, I guess, remembered her. And then possibly make her present in age. I don't know. That just seems to be the third requirement that I'm listing. Hmm. Yeah. No, it would be, totally I mean, it would be weird to bring her back in her whatever teenage years or whatever, how old she was when she died in present yeah. day, wouldn't it? It would be, right? I don't know. That's why I'm thinking, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of digging my Katie theory. She's, yeah. you know, a blank slate. So do you think that there will be some sort of crazy-ass uh, twist at the, you know, not necessarily the very end, but is there going to okay. be some sort of, like, this is a, you know, multiverse or this is a simulation type thing? Well, good question, because you might have remembered earlier, I said there was two things in the trailer I wanted to point out. Okay, let's hear it. And, and I don't know if this is just too spoilery, but I'm just going to say it. So there's a quick scene in the trailer. I would forget exactly where, maybe like one minute, 10 seconds in. Uh, but it shows Katie, and she's, I don't know, standing somewhere outside, maybe on a road. And for a split second, you see Katie split into three people. What? Ooh. Um, kind of like a shadow, but like two other Katies kind of emerge from her and walk to the side and then it just cuts out of that scene who knows what that means who knows if it's actually a real scene or if it just happens to be a dream of some sort i don't know but it's mm. there it's very evident that there's three katie's right in that in that scene but yeah it means something i mean now i'm, I'm digging my theory even more to be fair i did not see that uh Interesting. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Cause I guess like what other purpose does she serve? Right. Like, uh, if there's not something a little grander in yeah. her presence. So, uh, okay, cool. I, uh, now I'm digging my theory even more. Ooh. So over under are odds that we are dealing with a multiverse. I'm going to put it at 28%. I think it's a little unsatisfying. Yeah. I mean, they seems like a little bit of a cop out if that's how we go, right? I think there yeah. has to be some like really fucking hard hitting thing around the daughter's death. Well, here's also the thing: like we are yeah. so conditioned these days to expect like big reveals and yeah. with yeah. these mystery box shows. But maybe, I mean, I'm not very familiar with Alex Garland's work. Maybe he's pretty on the surface with what he's trying to portray. Like they are, they, they're creating a predictive algorithm and they're just going to try to bring Amaya back and that's it. Like maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's as simple as that. And he's not trying to like pull the wool under our eyes and be like, Oh, 
just kidding. You know, we're in a different universe and we're going to jump, I don't know, to another one and try to bring Amaya back into this place. No, it's so. a good thing. I think I like that because like, I feel like this show, I don't actually, I'm not feel like, I don't feel like I'm craving uh, a crazy twist. Yeah. I feel like it could be kind of satisfying if it's just like, hey, Forrest had this really fucked up event with his daughter. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like, lost where i think there's a really high degree of difficulty in terms of landing the plane uh trying to find the right outcome of what's going on if it's just like hey forrest was searching for this thing and they handle it well in terms of not necessarily like a twist but if everyone's like achieving what they need out of life i think i would still be uh still be happy with it but yeah um Okay. Well, I feel like I think we're coming up on over an hour at this point. Uh, yeah. What other what other things do you want to get into? We could try and kind of. The only other note I had, and this is probably the least important thing we will talk about this um, pod, is I kind of zoned out in episode two, but there was this whole subplot involving I don't know senators or someone from mm-hmm. the government, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure why other, that right, was included. Was that episode three? Okay. But I zoned out on what their topic of conversation was, but now I'm thinking about like, was that even important? Like what, what were they, why were they introduced? What were they even discussing? And will they even make another appearance in this show? Or is it just kind of like, I don't know, world building? No, that's a good one. So yeah, basically the idea was like, not the idea, but there was a Senator comes to visit the campus She's seems to be advocating for Amaya to let the U S government not necessarily like, or at least like have access to their technology or at least have oversight over to what's over what's going on. Right. Uh, And then that's when like the whole scene with Lily standing uh, over the, the, you know, fourth story uh, ledge, maybe potentially pretending to kill herself. Uh, That was, that was a good scene. My take would be maybe that's just setting a little stage of like, at least people know what's going on a little bit about Amaya. Like maybe they don't know that they obviously that they've developed this, uh, you know, uh, prediction technology, mm-hmm. but maybe at least they're on the radar of the world and it's not like they're doing this totally underground, but um, I don't know. Maybe that, maybe, maybe that stuff circles back. That'd be, that'd be interesting to know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was all I really had to say. No, no, but I'm I'm also interested to see, like, does that circle back at all? Is that just, yeah, kind of stage setting for for everything? Um, And then one more thing. I just wanted to give a shout out to the character, Stuart, because he's Mm. probably one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I like it. What was it? Uh, Have you listened to Bach or uh, who's the other? Who's the other artist he quoted? Not Miles Davis. Was it someone else? No, oh, man, I don't remember. Remember the music discussion with Lyndon? They're talking about now. Maybe, maybe you should be taking five and a half pages of notes. <laughs> Is it not in your notes? I'm looking at it right now. Wow, it's too extensive. I don't even know if I can dig into that. Uh, well, that was. I think that was the discussion of the, the kind of age of. Uh, there's some sort of, you know kind of generational conversation right yeah uh, about that but but uh taking a step back Stuart 
is great. I think the interaction between him and uh, and Lyndon is great. So a, a pretty big bummer that we're not going to have them around because that was one of the more interesting things. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I've so far. Okay, out of ten, what are you giving the show? Sorry, so Coltrane. Far? He was mentioning Bob Coltrane. Coltrane. Sorry. Yes. I said Miles Davis. Sorry, I was thinking about a uh, a little uh, Billy Madison in terms of yeah. the Miles Davis reference, but um, uh, it was Coltrane and Bach, I think, believe. So, um, but yeah, what would you give? Uh, what would you give the uh, the season so far through episode four out of ten? Out of ten, I would give it a six point five. Um, okay, it kind of moves slow. At mm-hmm. times, and when you kind of get to an end of an episode, and you're like, "What happened, really?" and you're like, "Oh, not really that much," but the themes are intriguing to me. Not a lot of shows really kind of focus on this, so that's what kind of is keeping me invested for now. Um, and I and I like Alex Garland's other two things I've seen. I I liked Ex Machina and. Uh, Annihilation, which I don't think we've talked about so far, but you know, I, I like I like kind of his kind of take on stories. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah, I think it's worth. Well, given we're recording a podcast about it, we probably shouldn't recommend that people not watch this show. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm into it. I think uh, if I had to give it a Fibonacci sequence number, Ooh. Uh, the choices are. I guess what zero one two three five eight uh, or eleven if you're going over ten um, between it would be between a five and an eight. Uh, if I had to pick one of those, I'd probably go eight. Although if you asked me after episode three, also Fibonacci sequence number, um, I would have gone with a five because that was a kind of a slow episode. Yeah, uh, things have picked up a bit. I would I would go with an eight of those, um, but it's honestly probably closer. To a, between a five and an eight. Actually, you're you bringing up Fibonacci brings up another minor mm. nitpick I have with the show. Pick, pick that nit. Let's hear it. Because when Lily and I think her name is Jen are yep. going back and forth reciting the Fibonacci sequence, it's presented as if this is just kind of like a fun game they do when yep. they're bored, yep. and it's like. But it's also presented as if they're calculating the Fibonacci in their head on the spot. But it's like if you're if this is a game you play all the time, you're literally just reciting numbers that you've memorized. You're not actually calculating the Fibonacci sequence in real time. One thousand (laughs) percent. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, if you've done this before, which they made it all cutesy, so it seemed like you have. Yeah. Like I could I could probably pretty easily memorize the first thirty to forty Fibonacci sequence numbers. Yeah. They're like. Oh my God! She knew the like eighth Fibonacci sequence number. Like that was uh, that was a little odd to me. I felt the exact same way. Like uh, I thought that was weird too. That yeah, and it's not like there's any other really number games they could play <laughs> if they're bored, right? Like I don't know you prime numbers, start... prime numbers maybe. Prime, yeah, but that's my point. You'd run out of sequences to recite. Yeah, or you just if you do it enough times. More than four times, you're going to start yeah. remembering numbers. So, yeah. oh my god, you knew that uh, eleven was a pri- was a Fibonacci sequence number. Oh my god, actually it's thirteen. Gotcha there. You didn't you didn't uh, jump in there. Oh yeah, it's thirteen. Oh, oh now you do. Yeah. 
Um, but I, but I, but nitpick aside, I do think the show was trying to tell us something by bringing Fibonacci into the discussion, right? Mm. Is it a deterministic thing in terms of like the prior two events resulted in the, you know, the next thing that happens? No, maybe. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm just free balling with or, that. For lack of a better theory, I would go with that. That's, yep. that's the default one to go with, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's, the, that's the most Period. basic way to interpret it. Very basic. Okay, you're calling me a basic bitch. I see. <laughs> I'm just looking at my four and a half pages of notes right now, and uh, it doesn't seem very basic to me. But. Is there anything else in there that you want to point out? I don't think so. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I think this, you know this. We're we're well over an hour here, although it was four episodes. So I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll have to figure out our next cadence, right? I, I do see a. That you wanted to pick and oh, it was the fact yeah. that lily was kind of idiotic in that whole mm. post psychiatrist scene okay. thank you thank you i did want to bring this up okay yes so she's being s driven home by kenton right after the whole like uh 50 150 scene where she's being declared you know incapable of whatever being brought to a psych ward uh yeah okay so She's, dry, she's being driven down the freeway, which is actually the freeway exit that I normally get off at to get in my apartment in the Mission, which is uh, five blocks from where she lives at 20th and Dolores. I think maybe our next podcast, I'll do it. We'll do it live from right outside that door, which would be okay. pretty cool. Um, okay, so you find out that this crazy guy, Kenton, who's, you know, scary, is driving you around, and then you decide to do the whole grab the steering wheel throw the car into the center divider uh, maneuver, which, you know, maybe you don't have a lot of choices at that point, but I have, a, I have several nits to pick on this, which is, A, can you at least fucking wait till you get off the freeway? Like, do you have to plow the car into the center divide, cutting across four or five lanes of traffic, which, uh, one, super dangerous to you, like, can easily die. Like, I don't know what you're, uh, death percentages at that point. It's probably 65% just slamming yeah. across several lanes of traffic going, you know, whatever, 65, 75 miles an hour. Two, you are putting many other people at risk to die. Like, that's pretty fucked up. Like, you know, you could do this at another time where if you're slamming across the freeway, you could take out many other people. Like, some people are slamming into other folks. That other, that one car that almost hits her somehow still going like 80 miles an hour, almost clips her. But how do you not, okay, things are scary. Admittedly, you're being driven by Kenton probably to the psych ward. How do you not just wait till you get off the freeway? Maybe wait till he's going like 28 miles an hour down Folsom Street and then slam the car into a fucking light pole or something it just seems insane to me that you know obviously it looked cool being on the freeway but that just seemed like a terrible decision for someone who's supposedly uh a smart coder who can't crack a sudoku app that jamie her ex-boyfriend can easily crack but anyways that was a that was a pretty big nit to pick thank you for uh going through my 47 pages of notes and <laughs> finding that one so yeah it just seemed like she was making bad decision after bad decision um especially since she already didn't trust kenton and he's like oh, i'm gonna go talk right. to your psychiatrist for a little bit i'm gonna close the door like 
I'm going to call the cops to Jamie's apartment and give them his address. Yeah. It's like, why don't you call from the Starbucks or something, some public location or something? Oh, quick question for you. Yes. Is her family slash mom going to play a role in the rest of the season? Because the whole background story that I don't get is her dad died when she was 10, right? Okay. And then her mom moved to Hong Kong with and another remarried. And remarried. Yeah. So did she move to Hong Kong too? That's what I don't understand. Well, it doesn't sound like it because right, she says she's not close with her step-siblings. I mean... So yeah, we're thinking maybe the mom moved to Hong Kong after Lily was maybe out of the house and then and yeah. called Okay, that okay, that's that's fair. I was I was confused by that though. I was like, wait, she moved to Hong Kong? Like didn't seem like she lived in Hong Kong, but um, yeah. but she's only twenty seven, so like the mom's remarrying at this age and having stepkids, like that that whole timeline seemed a little weird. But I don't yeah. know, do you think the mom plays a role or maybe the dad's death, anything like that? Does that come back to to play a role? Yeah, I wonder if oh, if there was more backstory to this, I would I could potentially seeing like she discovers the secret of devs by episode eight, and then instead of blowing the lid off everything, she makes a turn and tries to bring her dad back from death or something. Ooh, ooh I like that. Um, but once again, since they haven't focused too much on her backstory, I don't think they're gonna yeah. go down that road. But that would be a nice little kind of twist to it, as opposed to having a nice happy ending where she you know exposes devs but instead she falls for kind of like the technology and decides yeah, to use it personal thing yeah okay last over under and then we're done all right how old is linden i'm gonna put the over under at mm, 16 and a half Over under, obviously. I am going to say under. Under, okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, looks pretty. He, yeah. He, in terms of the pronoun of the character, she, in terms of the pronoun of the actor, uh, looks pretty young. Actually, I guess maybe we'll look. Maybe next episode we'll look up at the. Obviously, I think the overrunner is for the character, but I'd be curious on the actor too. But. Well, it does seem like he is probably the smartest dev they have. Or yeah, I mean, figuring out the uh, yeah the audio uh, multiverse audio issue. The what was it called? The uh, I took my notes on this. The uh, the Everett protocol or whatever. Yeah, the variances uh, instead of the De Bruyne bra. I mean, I'm, I know uh, my notes are pretty pretty amazing right now. <laughs> um. Well, anyways, right. uh, I, I I was digging this. I think uh, this is a lot of fun. This was almost an hour twenty plus minutes long. Uh, although we had four episodes to cover, so yeah. uh, talking devs, I'm down. Uh, I will note. Real quick, yeah. back to Linden, that in your episode one notes, which obviously you wrote when, before you saw any of the other episodes, you wrote, who is the 14-year-old kid? So <laughs> so I guess the under. <laughs> it is pretty funny to look back at those notes uh, pre uh, from a while back, which you know was two days ago since that's when I started the show. But, yeah. 
that's pretty funny. Um, 14 year out. Maybe I should have set my, my line lower than that, but, um, well, cool. Well, Jimmy slash Jamie slash whatever you want to call yourself. Uh, appreciate you joining. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know great. where we should figure out. I don't know what, what our next chunk should be. Probably not. I don't think we can go another four episodes. Uh, there's just a lot going on. So yeah, I feel like our theories won't change that much from the next couple of episodes although we can kind of track which theories are now have taken the lead based yeah. on what happened in the episode yeah so maybe we'll we'll maybe after episode six or something we'll, we'll figure it out but uh shows yeah. on fx hulu you know whatever the whatever the heck the channel's FX called fx on hulu that's the official name that's what it's called maybe we'll bring pete back next week um maybe stewart will join i don't know who knows we'll see who we get uh we get to join I'd like Lyndon uh, to uh, come Lyndon on. Lyndon can join. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's got her $10 million and not a whole lot to do. So, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, cool. Jimmy, thank you. This was super fun. Um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be doing this again soon. Um, and uh, yeah, talking devs, episode one in the books. We'll, uh, we'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Sweet. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Thanks, man. Take care. All right. See you guys.